Hello and welcome to True Talk Chelsea. This is the number one podcast for all your Chelsea wants and needs. We hope you enjoy. That's right guys, welcome back to True Talk Chelsea. Today's podcast I'm going to be answering a few questions that uh, y'all had put up in my Instagram page which is at the rate the football parliament and uh, I received not many but I think about 8 to 10 questions on the page and I'm going to be answering most of them all of them do relate to Chelsea versus Manchester United game um some basic questions some interesting ones too I've also made some slight alterations on a few of the questions uh so as to make them more interesting so without any further ado let's get started uh the first question comes in uh says that do you prefer a four at the back or the three at the back which is our current formation right now well this is not such an easy question to be very honest uh i'm not a very big fan of the three at the back but at the same time if we are getting results from the three at the back system i don't see us a need to change yes definitely if there's one big drawback of the three at the back system is that the extra center back which is um, you know usually you play with two center backs but with the three at the back you play with three so that center back could be used providing maybe probably an extra attacking option which would be a 4231 or a extra midfield option which would be two eights with 433 but at the moment we are playing somewhat a 3 which also you can say as a five at the back with two midfielders Jorginho Kovačić who are both quite uh, drawbacks of both the games are uh, goal scoring assisting you'd see Jorginho Kovačić you'd see Jorginho controlling the tempo of the game making good passes you'd see Kovačić with those driving breaking runs and putting in the work rate but then both of them are not quite renowned for goal scoring I don't think either of them has scored an open play goal this season, or even for for the uh, for the matter last season. Uh, Kovacic, I think, did score a couple, but I think uh, Jorginho. I don't remember him scoring an open play goal. That is, I think he might have scored one or uh, two seasons ago. But my point being, both of these midfielders are great. I personally love the midfield pairing, which Chelsea fans like to call Jovacic, but. I'm not so sure about them venturing forward. And this drawback has been highlighted by the fact that we haven't scored uh three goals in a single match yet. I mean, we've played eight games, we've faced teams like Newcastle, Sheffield, even uh I think it was Barnsley, yes, it was Barnsley. So all of these teams you would expect Chelsea at least score three or more goals once. but we haven't reached this feat the goals haven't been many many of the goals have been reliant on penalties that have been won or uh, there have been very few open play goals i don't have the exact number but i think in eight games there have not been more than six open play goals so goal scoring has definitely been an issue with the three at the back but uh, another thing is that the three at the back has helped us dominate the possession which has been a key feature under Tuchel 68% average possession in all the games 
is a quite a remarkable feat. And one thing what happens is when we play a three at the back, the two wide centre backs, which are uh, the right centre back Aspilicueta and left centre back, let me take Andres Christensen for the Atletico Madrid game. They supported the right and the left wing back, which were um, I think Callum Hudson Odoi and Marcus Alonso, respectively. So when they ventured ahead, it actually became a sort of, you can say, two wing backs supported by two wide centre backs, and then Jorginho and Kovacic in the midfield space. This definitely helped us to uh, dominate a lot of possession. But again, most of these, this possession was sideward passes, not quite threatening. So for now, to going back to the question for now, I wouldn't change to a four at the back because certainly the three, three at the back is working for us. We just defeated the leaders of La Liga at the moment. And uh, yes, I would stick to a three at the back right now, but I don't see this being long-term formation for Chelsea in probably by the end of the season or the coming seasons. I definitely see Chelsea shifting back to a four at the back. The next question comes in. Which is the better right back? Reese James or Aaron Van Bissaka? A uh, very tough question. For those who have been following us uh, on YouTube, uh, we actually made a, in, an entire video which we spoke about who is the best right back amongst the three, which was uh, Reese James, Van Bissaka, and Trent Alexander Arnold. I was joined with Julia and the People's Pundit. We actually put in a lot of views and opinions, stats. So if you haven't seen that video, maybe you should go ahead and see it. But to answer this question right now, it's definitely a very tough choice. Uh, almost everyone would agree to the fact that Reese James is a more complete right back. But uh, in my personal opinion, the right back's first duty must be defending. And the second one must be venturing ahead is going ahead and I think there is very less arguments in favor of these James when it comes defensively I think Juan Bissaka is the better defensive right back and if you ask me this question at the start of the season I would say that these James is miles clear of Aaron Van Bissaka but to those who have been following uh, Manchester United as I have uh, those who have been seeing the matches regularly would know that Van Bissaka has definitely worked on his uh, offensive game a lot. And this has been shown by much of his stats. If you see these James, uh, his stats going ahead, you compare it with Ayn Van Bissaka, you would get to know that the difference right now is a lot lesser than what it was at the start of the season. Like Ayn Van Bissaka has uh, two assists right now. And uh, pretty impressive. Not not to say impressive, but then James uh, also doesn't have quite so many. So, till last season, definitely, in my opinion, Reese James was clear offensively and as a more complete uh, right back. But now that uh, Van Bissaka has improved his attacking game, um, the bridge between him and James has definitely become less. I would still prefer James... Uh, quite depends on the opponent that you're playing. If uh, obviously you're playing like a big team like 
Paris Saint-Germain as Manchester United did um, in the UEFA Champions League, in which Van Bissaka produced man of the match performance. I would opt for Van Bissaka, but if um, you're playing something like a Brighton or a Burnley, when you are going to dominate a lot of possession, I would choose Reese James. So to answer this question, one word, Reese James. Next question comes in. Do you think Kepa should be given more starts? Uh, this is quite a tricky question. Um, I don't think Kepa should be given more starts right now, but I definitely think that he must be trusted. And uh, I don't. I'd seen some rumors of uh, Chelsea being interested in Gianluigi Donnarumma and Dean Henderson, and I'm firmly against all these rumors because I definitely believe that even the board believes that Kepam can be a long-term solution. Reminder that he's still very young. Also that uh, uh, if we sell him right now, it, there would be a big, big financial loss. And we are also aware of the fact that Kepa is an excellent goalkeeper. I mean, Chelsea, which have made recruits like Eden Hazard for 30 million, wouldn't buy, go for a player for 72 million who isn't good enough. I'm not saying that Kepa has been a good signing. All I'm saying that he is a good keeper. And he's shown that in La Liga, even in the first season in the Prem. So I wouldn't sell him. Uh, I would give him... Uh, time in the cup games, a bit more, uh, you know, easier games here and there. I would <coughs> not buy another goalkeeper. I would stick to Edward Mendy and Keba. And I think these clean sheets, these saves will definitely boost Keba's confidence. This is how would I plan, uh, how I would plan uh, Keba's future going ahead. Next question comes in. It's an interesting question. Give your combined 11 of Chelsea and Manchester United. Usually we uh, treat big six games in a way that we take a guest from the opposition team and bring them to our podcast. But in case of Manchester United, we couldn't actually get someone uh, because of the fact that Julia was a bit busy with her uh, academic work. So I have been following Chelsea and Manchester United both. So I might as well give my combined 11 without being biased uh this combined 11 would not be based on just current form form this season i firmly believe that judging players on current form is something which is com commonly called as recency bias i would rather treat the players as their overall abilities and their careers and what they still can do right now so not going to explain on my choices i'm just going to state them so, in goal, I would go for David De Gea. Yeah. Right back, as I mentioned, Reese James. The centre-back pairing, I would go for Thiago Silva and Harry Maguire. Uh, I'm just going to state my reason for Harry Maguire, as it can be controversial. I definitely think that Maguire is one of those defenders who is prone to a very bad mistake. But I'm of the opinion that he's quite underrated right now. More overhated for certain uh, mistakes that he's made, and the fact like his aerial success rate, his headers, and all of that is quite ignored. So I would go for 
Thiago Silva along with Harry Maguire. Left back, another decision between England's two left backs as it was for right back. I would go for Luke Shaw. I can already see Chelsea fans hating me for picking Maguire and now Shaw over Chilwell. But um, I think Shaw has been better this season. He hasn't been that good last season and, and previous few seasons. But I think going ahead, Shaw might be England's first choice right back, uh, left back. I'm sorry. I do sympathize with players that have picked up long term injuries, and I think Shaw is quite a good player. Moving into the midfield three, I would choose N'Golo Kante. As I've said, I'm not picking it on recent form. So, N'Golo Kante is the defensive midfielder. The two midfielders alongside him, I would go Mason Mount. I'm choosing Mount, N'Golo Kante and Bruno Fernandes. Uh, both um, Fernandes would play more of a free role, whereas Mount can drop deeper to help Kante. I think it would be a good midfield three. And it it's actually more balanced than it sounds. The front three, uh, left wing position, I would go for Marcus Rashford, I have to say. Uh, Werner, he's picked up form recently, but not quite. I still have to go for Marcus Rashford. The right wing position is a bit tricky. Um, United aren't quite settled at the right wing position. Mason Greenwood hasn't been that impressive either. So I would stick to um, Chelsea's current right winger, which is Callum Hudson-Odoi. And for the strike position, you've got Anthony Martial. But, you know, there's a certain player who has overtaken Martial, the French national team. And coincidentally, he belongs to Chelsea. One of my, one of the, I would say actually, leave this. My favourite Chelsea player at the moment, Olivier Giroud. So this would be my combined level. David Dea, Reese James, Harry Maguire, Thiago Silva, Luke Shaw. N'Golo Kante, Bruno Fernandes, Mason Mount, Marcus Rashford, Callum Hudson-Doy, and Olivier Giroud. Such a good-looking team. Quite equal representation from both the clubs. I also had some uh, more questions, which I would answer in short. First one coming, David De Gea or Dean Henderson? David De Gea. Next one. Do you want Tammy to stay at the club? As a second-choice striker, yes, I do want him. But uh, looking at the fact that he's quite talented, quite proven, I don't think him as a player should settle for uh, being a second-choice striker at the club. So, uh, if you look at Tammy's perspective, no, he shouldn't stay at the club. I don't see him getting the first choice. And finally, there's one very common question which states, which is your favourite Chelsea player? <laughs> So, this is a question which the regular listeners of my podcast would very well know. Been fanboying about him since the start. Mason Mount is my favorite Chelsea player. Just to mention, my favorite Manchester United player is Bruno Fernandes. As much as people hate him, he's absolutely a joy to see. And others, other players I also like is Edinson Cavani. I love his off-the-ball movement and I love the fact that when Manchester United signed him, I was the one who said that he is going to be a very good signing. While many Manchester United fans were against the signing. So, quite a good prediction because he's been impressive. So, with this short Q&A session, we come to the end of the podcast. Thank you for listening till the end. Uh, make sure to follow us. Make sure to 
uh, keep listening to True Talk Chelsea for more top quality Chelsea content. Until next time, I'm Palash. Thank you.